Hello, you are watching the Le Novelle Sprint video series on the theology of the body. This video is dedicated to audience 53. We are your hosts. I am Jeremy Hossotter. And I'm Guillermo Moreno. So we are going to talk about a new text of St. Paul. We've been talking about various texts. We looked at um, Romans 8, for example, and we're going to focus now on Galatians 5. Um, Caramel, can you read the text for us, please? Yes. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as a pretext for living according to the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law finds its full, excuse me, fullness in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Galatians 5, 13 through 14. All right. Thank you. So to make some general observations, um, this text here discusses the doctrine of justification, which we've talked about before. And it, we also can observe that it has um, an ethical content to it. So We're called to freedom, and we can see that you're not supposed to use this freedom to live according to the flesh, but to love. So you have this demand. Our freedom must be subordinated to love. It is, and this freedom is it's linked to this commandment to love, right? So we, we are being appealed to, to use our freedom in a correct way. There's a wrong way and a correct way. And these two different ways are contrast as living according to the flesh as the wrong way. And we can use the phrase that um, St. Paul used elsewhere is the living according to the Holy Spirit. So life according to the spirit versus life according to the flesh and in case you're wondering when did we talk about justification that was in tob let's see here oh yeah it was in audience 51 if you want to go back to that video all right um guillermo do you have anything else you'd like to add as far as general comments on galatians 5 i do not okay so more on human freedom. So we need to distinguish just good freedom and bad freedom according to life, according to the spirit versus life, according to the flesh. So this good freedom, we see you are supposed to serve one another. There's this fullness of love. And so to contrast that this bad freedom, there's an going to be an absence of love because we're going to be viewing each other in terms of use of using the other person the other person is there for me to use and that is part of this concupiscence right so the good freedom is going to be a life according to the holy spirit and the bad freedom again is life according to the flesh and so this good freedom is a freedom over and a mastery of concupiscence, whereas this bad freedom is going to be dominated by concupiscence. And so 
with this good freedom, we become free with the freedom with which Christ has set us free. We become free with the freedom with which Christ has set us free. And if you are not experiencing that freedom, then you're going to be enslaved by concupiscence. And that is precisely what where bad freedom leads you. That is slavery. And so with this bad freedom, because you are dominated by concupiscence, you're incapable of self-gift. Whereas with this good sense of this good freedom, you have the self-mastery so that you can give give yourself as a gift to another person. And so you have this capacity for self-giving. And so fundamentally, this good freedom is a choice to do what is morally good, whereas this bad freedom is a choice to do what is morally evil. Um, Guillermo, do you have anything like to add at this point? Yes, I'm trying to figure out maybe another term for um bad freedom not that that that's not inaccurate but we know that authentic freedom is having the capacity to do what we ought to do what we should do and um i'm thinking that bad freedom is kind of like an abuse of liberty and autonomy that's what comes to mind when when i think of bad freedom and okay. on top of that I did notice just the pattern in each of these columns that good freedom basically uh, gives us the, the capacity to give and to give of self. Whereas bad freedom, the objective is to take. And at the, uh, to the extent that we are violating the dignity of someone else, that is a moral evil. Yeah, those are great insights. Thank you. This giving versus just taking without regard to the other person. Yes. Yeah. I did have an answer for you, though. Instead of bad freedom, call it concupiscent freedom. I just decided to use a more general term. No, I, I understand. Yeah. But no, I, I was thinking concupiscent freedom would be another good um, way of expressing it. JP2 doesn't use any of the terms good freedom, bad freedom. No, he doesn't. Freedom. He just You're says correct. freedom. Yes. Uh, I'm introducing yeah. clear terminology to begin with to help us um, analyze the text. Mm hmm. All right. Impurity and purity. So we've talked about this before, but it's worth emphasizing that for JP2, you have a general meaning and a specific meaning. So purity is everything that is morally good. And this is representative in the life according to the spirit. Purity, on the other hand, are those things that are morally evil. And this is life according to the flesh. Then, and then we have this particular meaning where purity is the fruits of the Holy Spirit and impurity is the works of the flesh so in particular when we're talking about works of the flesh we're talking about those carnal sins such as fornication adultery right those things we do of our flesh that are sins 
Self mastery. So Galatians 5, verses 19 through 22, lists several sins and virtues. And in particular, we want to focus on these carnal sins, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, as these are all contrasted with the the fruit of self-mastery. So self-mastery is a continence of all desires of the senses, and especially the sexual desires. And so self-mastery is an antithesis to the works of the flesh. And this is not strictly relegated to the sexual sphere, but includes things such as drunkenness as well. So self-mastery, we want to keep in mind is... Um, actually, I think I was about to jump the gun, so I think we'll wait. Oh, nope, it's actually the next line. So self-mastery, it contains the concept of temperance, this virtue of temperance. I don't think we've defined yet what temperance is yet, have we, Guillermo? I don't believe so. Okay, I think it's coming probably the next audience because I do remember we will define what temperance is. Okay. So temperance is a virtue. We'll define what is temperance here shortly. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's the next audience. And so self-mastery with this... um, it's in response to the desires of the senses and especially the sexual sphere, but it's not strictly just the carnal sense it includes things like drunkenness. And we could throw in things like food as well, gluttony, right? Cause we need to have self mastery over what we eat and drink. And so self mastery, it contains within it, the concept of, um, continence and temperance and so this concept of purity is also included within the notion of self-mastery and the text we are going to look at next is first thessalonians chapter 4 verses 3 through 7 and what we'll simply state at this moment is that text shows us that purity contributes to our sanctification whereas impurity is antithetical to our sanctification. And this is something that JP2 is going to develop more. So I guess that's going to be it, unless you have something to add, Guillermo. I don't. Okay. Yeah, it's this audience is kind of more of just kind of laying out the direction we are going to head mm-hmm. towards um connecting the concept of purity with um the concepts of temperance that concept of temperance that's where we are headed um the key takeaway of this video is that this fundamental distinction between the two types of freedom that good freedom and bad freedom um If you have been enjoying our content, please subscribe, like, share, and comment on our social media. We are on various platforms, including Facebook and YouTube. 
And again, if you have been enjoying our content, please consider making a financial donation through either PayPal or Patreon. You can also directly tip us through the Brave web browser cryptocurrency if you are into that sort of thing and like using Brave. There's a way where you can directly tip us through YouTube or through or just by being on our website. So that's a couple. There's three ways there you can um, financially support us and your financial donations go towards the maintenance of our website and the purchasing of new material so that we can continue providing you with great resources through our video series, such as this one on the theology of the body and our many articles on our website. You can check out all of our articles at lenovellaspreet.com. They're all free for you to read and enjoy. We have written on many topics and we also have a podcast on our website and Guillermo, can you give us some more information about that podcast, please? Yes, in our other podcast series, we talk about a variety of topics, such as trends in culture and politics, and we address them from a Catholic personalist perspective. You can listen to our podcast episodes on our website under media. We have the podcast page. You can also listen to us, uh, find us on buzzsprout.com, which is where we upload our episodes and have them distributed in other platforms. You can listen to us on Buzzsprout itself or use Buzzsprout to locate us in other popular platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And to be clear, if you want to know where to find us on social media, all you have to do is go to playnovelspreet dot com slash subscribe all of our social media is there for you to enjoy and that so you can find our links for facebook youtube patreon paypal all the various places our podcast is distributed and more it is all there um anything else guillermo i would just like to ask our audience to keep us and our mission in your prayers Yes, please um, keep us in your prayers. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. God bless.